I'm James Parker, and this, this is Florida Stories. Thank you. This week on Florida Stories, we're going to start with a couple of news items here that were viral. They're saying wildlife officials are looking for a Florida man who carved Trump into the back of a manatee. But how do you know the manatee didn't want it there? Why do you assume he's a Biden supporter? And then the other viral item I saw was there was a video being passed around of a tank going through a neighborhood in Florida. Some people online were cheering. Some people were a little freaked out. Oh, my God, why is there a tank rolling down my neighborhood? Turns out it's completely legal. It's illegal to own tanks in a lot of states in America. And if you live in Florida, don't you see stuff far more bizarre than that on a daily basis? Hold my beer. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. I also learned this week that, uh, you know, the old Looney Tunes cartoons where Bugs Bunny goes and he cuts Florida at the base and saws a line there so it kind of floats off into the Atlantic. Well, there was a plan to do that, that... That almost happened twice. They started in the Great Depression. It was one of these public works projects where they were going to build a canal from the Gulf of Mexico to the Atlantic right there across the base of Florida. And it would be brilliant for shipping and whatnot and make Florida sort of like the central hub of American shipping. But it got canceled because World War II took resources away from it. And then LBJ started it back up. Nixon canceled it with an executive order. But it had already been started. It's a whole thing. You should look it up. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. For our first Florida story, we go to Tampa, Florida, where a 51-year-old Tampa man, I don't know what his motivation is, but he wanted to try and burn down this house. So he took the top off of his gas can, and it's a metal gas can. He tried to throw it through the house now the thought is the metal gas can hit with some other metal i don't know if it's iron bars on the window or aluminum frame of the window itself but the spark sets the gas can on fire and it blows up as it's going through the window so most of, of the blast hits him and so then he's just wandering the neighborhood and the cops find him looking like anakin skywalker at the end of episode three and he's still in the hospital he didn't even catch the house on fire it was a total fail hold my beer hold my beer hold my beer for our next florida story we go to tallahassee where the city of Tallahassee has a couple of people in offices adjacent to each other in City Hall that had an affair. Both of them are married. It gets ugly. One accuses the other of stalking, and then word gets out. And it's even more embarrassing because, in the Florida twist, the lady in the relationship is the Tallahassee Independent Ethics Officer. She's literally in charge of training the Tallahassee city employees in ethics. She's pretty cute, too. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. For our next Florida story, we have a pair of teenage boys. One of them's 15, one of them's 18. They're at an 18-year-old girl's house. I use the term loosely. It's in a mobile home park. Nothing wrong with living in a trailer, but when it's almost 4 in the morning on a Saturday night and you get kicked out of the trailer and you don't have a ride home, you could just walk a few miles, or the boys decided instead that they would steal a golf cart. Cops found them driving down the road. Right after the lights came on from the cop car, the golf cart ran out of batteries. And I'm thinking what you're thinking. What the hell is a golf cart doing in a trailer park? Hold my beer. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. For our next floor story, we have a St. Petersburg man. And he has an old friend who now lives in Atlanta where they made a bet on who would win the election. Well, the Florida man lost, refused to pay up. And the guy is now suing the Florida man, taking him to court, saying the bets that you make online are legally enforceable in the real world. It's going to set an amazing precedent. Not really. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. For our next Florida story, we're going to Key West. A floating tiki hut bar goes from dock to dock, bringing people happiness, selling drinks. You can also rent it out for parties, but a drunk man decided to steal it. The ship's name is the Squeaky Tiki, and it was returned with only minimal damage. Now you're asking, well, that's that's not that crazy. Why are you telling me about this? It just kind of has the Florida feel to it. 
You know, I'm not saying this could only happen in Florida, but when someone steals the rental Tiki Hut bar called the Squeaky Tiki, that's a lot more likely to happen in Florida than, say, Utah. Hold my beer. Wait. Hold my beer. What? Hold my beer. Hold my beer. For our next Florida story, we have an Orlando waitress that is an absolute hero. She's a mom herself, so she's sort of attuned to kids. When an 11-year-old boy comes in with the family and he's the only one not eating, she takes another look at him. He's got a bruise on his elbow. He's got a pretty serious scratch between his eyebrows. He's got a little bit of bruising on the bottom of his ear. He looks a little malnourished. He looks a little pale. And so the way the table is arranged, she goes and stands behind the mom and the dad and while talking to them, holds up a note that the boy can read that says, do you need help? Question mark. And the kid got what the waitress was doing and he nodded yes. So she goes and calls the cops. She's like, I don't know what to do. I think this kid's being abused. It's so hard to tell. So the police come and they talk to the mom and dad. And they're really good at recognizing these things. They knew something was up. They go check the house. And sure enough, there's evidence that he had, like when the parents leave the house, he had been handcuffed to furniture and they hit him with broomsticks. And it, it really was a horrible abuse situation. And it was all because a brave waitress had the guts to make that little sign and then stand behind the parents. It's brilliant. She's nothing less than a hero. Hold my beer. Wait. Hold my beer. What? Hold my beer. Hold my beer. For our next floor story, we have a 25-year-old Florida man who finds a beautiful girl online and falls in love with her, and they start chatting, but she's not really as interested in him. She's a beautiful girl. She has a lot of options. She lives in Boise, Idaho, by the way. After a while, she gets sick of him, tells him he's a dork, he's not even that attractive, and he goes psycho on her. So he basically starts cyber-stalking her and threatening her and then sending her crime scene photos of young girls about her age who've been murdered in heinous ways. Uh, that's illegal. She reports him to the cops. Cops come pick him up. He's in jail and still single. Hold my beer. Wait. Hold my beer. What? Hold my beer. Hold my beer. For our next floor story, we go to Dania Beach, Florida, where right outside the Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International Airport is a pack of wild vervet monkeys. So, yeah, you heard correctly. 40 Monkeys lives next to the parking garage of the airport in Fort Lauderdale. The story goes back to a wild animal sanctuary just across the forest where some chimpanzees and other species of monkeys have lived fenced in. This one pack of vervet monkeys escaped a few decades ago, and they hang out in the parking garage at the airport most of the time. If you leave your window open, they'll go through your console looking for butterfingers or whatever. Now, you're not supposed to feed them. You're not supposed to touch them. You're not supposed to mess with them. But they're not harming anyone else either. And it's one of the few monkey species that doesn't carry any diseases. So they're not even dangerous and they're really small. So it's just kind of a cute thing at the parking garage of the airport in Fort Lauderdale. You get to hang out with vervet monkeys. Their favorite food? Bananas. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. For our next floor story, we go to St. Augustine, Florida. An RV goes into the restricted area of the St. Augustine water treatment plant and stays there. So a city employee calls the cops. The cops come try to talk to the man. He won't open the door. So they try talking to him through the door. He tells him to go away. And so now we have a siege. So there's a five-hour standoff with St. Augustine cops and a dude in an RV. Turns out there's a kid in there with him. The kid walks out unharmed, no trouble. Eventually, the man with the RV is dragged out of there too. His name? Joe DiMaggio. No, not that Joe DiMaggio. This is a 54-year-old Florida man, Joe DiMaggio. Seriously, his name's Joe DiMaggio. Wait. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. This episode of Florida Stories is brought to you by our friends at Mortgage Gumbo. Snap, send, and save.com. Florida Stories is produced by Spring Rock. Follow me on Twitter at 
Florida Stories J. I'm James Parker, and this is Florida Stories. I wish. No shot. My credit sucks. Stop! Nobody cares. But at Mortgage Gumbo, credit don't scare us. We have the knowledge to put you on the right track. We work with Challenge Credit daily and have proven methods to get you on the track to home ownership. So let's start your journey today. Visit snapsendandsave.com. That's snapsendandsave.com. It's that easy.